This podcast is for mature audiences 18 and over and for entertainment purposes only. Please contact your healthcare provider before pursuing any of our topics discussed. You're listening to Eat, Play, Sex with Dr. Cat, the place to get play, sex, and nutrition talk straight to your ears. Hey, lovers, and welcome to another episode of Eat, Play, Sex. I'm your sex expert, Dr. Kat, and I bring to you so many topics. I can't even say anything in my mouth. It's just like, (laughs) I bring to you so many topics surrounding sex, nutrition, love, and play. And as my mission is to tell all of you that you can create the sex life of your dreams, whatever that is. Whether you want something that's a little more kinky or you want to dress up in superhero costumes and role play saving somebody's orgasm from final destruction, or you just want to connect better with yourself and your lover, it's entirely up to you. (laughs) And this week, I am literally about to pop with excitement (laughs) to share because we are here to talk about love and sex magic. And this week, (laughs) I'm really happy to have on the show... Josephina Bastout, the pussy priestess herself. Yes, you heard that correctly. I said the pussy priestess herself. (laughs) And she is here to talk to us about sex magic and the power of sensual living. Mm, Yum. But before we get to Josephina, (laughs) I'm going to leave you hanging a little bit. Lovers, you are the reason that I do this show. And I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you for spreading the word, leaving reviews, and trying some of the suggestions that I recommend. We've been getting epic feedback on the products that we love and I use myself because our goals are to get you to eat, play, and sex better so you can improve your sex life, which will improve every single aspect of your life, including your play life, including your work life, including your boardroom, your bedroom, and your kitchen, and all the things. But if you haven't already, please head to eatplaysex.com where you can subscribe to my show, connect with us, and grab our sexy little guides to boost your confidence, vitality, and your sex life. Mm. Josephina Bashound. <laughs> Girl, where are you at? Yes. <laughs> Hello, lovers. Oh, my God. I'm so, like, my vulva slash yoni slash push the slash whatever you want. It, my flower, my divine <gasps> entrance to my body. Your portal. <laughs> She's just, like, vibrating from excitement, which happens every single time I hang out with this girl. Oh, yes. Mm. Mine, too. My she- whole body's like... She is one of my closest friends, and I'm so honored to know her. Josephina Bashout is a sexual wellness and embodiment coach. She's an international speaker and an educator, teaching others about the power of living an embodied and pleasure-filled life. And, of course, one of my closest friends and that I just absolutely adore flirting with every single time we get together. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. I pretty much have people watching us. Pretty much implode yeah. from saying hello. <laughs> You're like, what are those girls on? Can we have some, please? Yes, you can. And that's why we're here. Exactly. <laughs> we're here to love you up and send you on. 
We, let me tell you, this girl, we we led one of our first retreats together. Yes, we did. It went, and it was on sexual empowerment and women's sexual empowerment. Yes. And it was just this beautiful weekend retreat into the trees and into the wilderness. On Native American land, on sacred land. And we were able to like be in teepees and go explore. And we all went and got naked in the hot springs. I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah. <laughs> Talk about embodiment under the full moon. Like, oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah, potent. Howling. <laughs> I was purring. She was howling. Uh, I was doing a combination of both. Depends <laughs> on how you touched me. <laughs> and I've had the honor of working with her over the years. It's just been, been amazing that we support each other. Even though we do the same work, there's been zero competition. We're just loving on each other. Loving and- each other so deeply. And that's what we both really love is supporting each other in sisterhood and embodiment, knowing that your embodiment is your embodiment embodiment and mine is mm-hmm. mine and it's so beautiful in our exquisite design that we can support each other and when you find somebody who plays just as hard as you do <laughs> slash ooze <laughs> all the sexual energy <laughs> so it doesn't have to be just you holding the <laughs> holding the room do i have to bring all the sexual energy again come on i thought this was a potluck i thought we all brought <laughs> we're all supposed to bring something it's like game on sensuality life on press play go <laughs> <laughs> rewind <laughs> play again <laughs> eat a little bit more make a little bit of love oh and play Get again down tonight <laughs> 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 Which is what we're talking about today. We're mm. talking about sex as play, mm. but even more importantly, sex as magic. Yes, sex mm. is magic. Which I love everything that you're doing. You're all about this magic. It is magic. Yes. Maybe you could share with our lovers a little bit about what what is sex magic? Sex, love, and magic, mm-hmm. baby. It's going to be our next show. <laughs> it's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be all of you. can watch that one live streaming and see us creating the sex magic. Oh, wait, what we are we going to be a, a creating life? What are we going to be doing? <laughs> sex magic. So let's talk a little bit about sex magic. And I'd love to educate your listeners and the audience around what my beliefs are and what I find to be really potent and juicy and mm-hmm. insightful and transformative about sex magic. So in the ancient times of ancient Egypt, as well as indigenous tribes, they would use sex magic way back in the day for manifesting, for connecting to a source greater than themselves. Some can call it God, some can call it source, some can call it spirit. You can call it whatever you want to call it. There's just a greater energy that's there. And with sex magic, it's creating from that level. So with sex magic, it's coming and returning back to the source of where we've all returned and come from. So Osho talks about we all come from sex and without sex, there's absolutely nothing. So when we use sex as the most potent life force and we connect to that sexual energy, that untapped resource that lives between our thighs, men and women, we've got that juicy reservoir of abundance, of creativity, of life-giving, of life-creating energy that is stored within your body. And with sex magic, you're able to connect to that force and that energy for manifestation, for alchemizing, for healing, for also regenerative and restoration of the cells in your body. You're able to use your sexual life force energy to heal yourself. Hold up, hold up. You're talking way too fast. I'm trying to take notes here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm checking between my legs. Where's my reservoir? (laughs) Where is it? Let me slow it down. Oh, girl, that's my pace. (laughs) Yeah, let me slow it down. 
So with sex magic, you're able to connect to your love. You're able to connect to your creativity. You're able to connect to the source that you hold between your thighs Mm. Mm -hmm. and use that in a way that builds a more juicy, sensual life. So Mm. for me, I use sex magic and a lot of my clients use sex magic for numerous things, for manifesting their dream home, which I've done. You did that. I, I did. Oh my that. god, I, I like, did. Multi-million you, you dollar pussy home. For that? Yes, I did. Use my pussy, my heart, my mind, my body, uh-huh. my magic. Uh-huh. Incorporated crystals. Incorporated Insert chanting. Drooling emoji. <laughs> 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 My favorite emoji. I just heard insert and I was already like there. <laughs> Her reservoir is runneth over. Oh, it opened up the wellspring. <laughs> oh, pussy priestess. Priestess. Just yes. that name really embodies what you're doing. You know, you're talking about magic. You're talking about manifestation. And I know a lot of my lovers out there who are listening and they're like, what is this woo-woo shit? Like... Dr. Cat, what are you bringing in here? Like, <laughs> we've been talking about, you know, our our gut microbiome last week. Now we're talking about magic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all the same. There's no separation, right? Life can be very magical. And if we look at even just synchronicities, if we take away the woo-woo stigma and we look at things like synchronicity, like, oh, that's a coincidence. Well, if we look at it from a metaphysical perspective, and not get so woo-woo, but if we look at it from a physics perspective, we live in a universe that has energy and attraction and law, just like gravity. Mm. So when we can show up in the same way of synchronicity, we can either deem it as magical or we can deem it as mundane and boring. And I like to live in a world that's filled with magic because it creates more pleasure, Mm. more excitement, Mm -hmm. more static openings why mm-hmm. not explore that avenue yeah it sounds way more playful yeah absolutely. that's what i'm all about that's a third letter of a third letter third word of my <laughs> podcast to play this idea of of myth you know myth and legend you know it doesn't does it really matter that it was real or not that it really happened no but it helps us to cre- live in more of a creative space yeah and that brings me to again with your your listeners it's like what about role-playing Ah, right. You have. What to, do you role play? What's your favorite character? Mm, ooh, well, I love playing the principal because I oh, love to like. <laughs> because I get to like spank and play with the naughty cheerleader and also like the bad teacher. Oh, girl, I got real bad in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta come to my office and make sure you you bring the ruler. My favorite is to be a kitten. Ooh, mm-hmm. animal play. I have ears and I have a tail. Yes, you do. I know. I've seen I those. I've got ears. I've like got three pairs of ears. Not having sex, wearing all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Just run around town. I see you at Whole Foods with your ears and tail. <laughs> That's actually a real thing. That really does happen. Yes. <laughs> it does. You know, and you bring up this, uh, the concept of energy, energy coursing through the body, which um, I know because I practice energy movement in the body, uh, specifically Reiki and Tantra practices. Yes. But for those of people who don't quite understand what we're talking about with energy, can you explain that a little more? Yes, I'd love to do that. So energy is running through our system. We have our nervous system and with our nervous system, we're able to pick up on things. Have you ever walked into a space and you felt really awesome? And then you walked into a space and suddenly you felt, oh, this feels weird in here. And you don't Mm. know why you haven't talked to anyone, but there's just like a weird feeling or a sensation. And you're like, I don't really actually want to hang out here. Yeah. Sometimes when I walk in and somebody just farted. (laughs) 
so ridiculous. That's one piece, right? Someone could just fart and you're like, oh my God, that smells you like walk shit. In and you're like, okay, I don't know. <laughs> and that's one piece. But what if you like decide, okay, let me like go past this, the smell of crap and let me just go into the space. You could feel things. And when you say that, it's like we all have this capability of connecting. What is mm. energy? It's like a connection. Yeah. So when we think about a light socket, if we think about something really simple like a lamp, and if we have a lamp that's just there in the corner or in the room, but it's not actually plugged into anything, even though there's a brand new bulb in it, it's not running energy. So therefore, it doesn't actually turn on. There's no light. Mm. But if we take the cord... And we insert it or we plug mm. it in to an mm-hmm. energy source that we may not see. We can't see the energy source that's in our home, but yet it gives us light. So we know that there's some sort of energy source that's running. Well, human beings, we have the same capability. And so we're able to plug in to this invisible grid of electricity that's always operating around us in every given moment. Mm. I love that. Yeah, Yeah, girl. I think even when we talk about our biology, you know, thinking about all the things that help us run our hormones and the chemicals, the neurochemicals that are coursing through us that that give us motivation or give us drive to get things done. All of that being connected with the energy that we're that we're exuding to get these shit done. And we're generating, right? We can generate energy. We can generate that potency, right? If you ever go to the gym and you like feel kind of crappy, but you show up and then you do a good workout and you're like, oh, wow, I'm feeling even more energized than before. Well, you've just cultivated and generated that energy intentionally. Mm. And with sex magic, you can do the exact same thing, but you're showing up to it in a different way as an actual practice, like you may do to yoga, Mm. like you may do to the gym or your painting practice or whatever you have a practice Two, if you show up with that same intention, you can develop a practice so you can have a a connection to that energy and cultivate it in a new way. Mm, I love that. Yes. This idea of practice, I think is huge. And the idea of, uh, I've heard this a lot, you know, where your attention goes, your energy flows. Mm-hmm, I've heard that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sure, 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 sure. I'm pretty sure I said it. No, one <laughs> <laughs> <Blood> me. <laughs> Not that cool Trademark. <laughs> Not that cool yet. <laughs> so you bring, keep bringing up the, the word manifestation. Yes. What, what is this manifestation? manifestation oh my god are we gonna get witchy and mystical well let's see let's see what area do we want to take this on because we can look at the metaphysical mystical aspect but we can bring it it down oh okay manifestation to the table we're going in taking things from the non-physical domain from just an idea into the 3d world and then Mm -hmm. therefore creating something literally out of nothing is manifestation having an idea and then that becoming birthed into something that you can actually tangibly touch manifestation, having a thought and that person all of a sudden reaching out to you, you've got it. Like last night, I wanted to go to the end of the seventh ray, this beautiful, amazing, romantic restaurant in Topanga. I said it the night before, instantly showed up into my space and so I'm like, oh, do you want to go here? And I'm going to pay for the whole dinner. And like, here we are. And I'm like, oh yes, I called this in. <laughs> so it's this co-creation. It's owning ownership around your involvement with your intention. Like you said, like where your attention goes, your energy flows. And so it's intentionally sending energy towards a direction of what you want to experience or what you want to call in. Mm. And with manifesting, we can do that with you know, prayer. We can do that with invocation and speaking things out loud with an incantation. 
we can sit and write spells or do rituals, right? Because mm. abracadabra, like we create as we speak. Mm. So remembering even that, like we're writing spells consistently and then, oh, this thing showed up as a surprise. Is it really a surprise? Or did you actually have that somewhere in your mind and in your heart and then you called it forward but didn't realize that you've just curated that for yourself because you're that magical <laughs> and not powerful. Surprises. Surprise, oh. surprise. And so with manifesting, it's it's calling forward what your heart's desires are. And oftentimes the manifestation can come forward with a heartfelt desire and really showing up in a way that makes you a match, just like you're wanting to be a match for that partner, right? That play partner, that romantic partner. It's like, how do you become a match for that? Well, you show up for that and you hold your energy in that space. And then knowing that because you're doing that work, that internal work, that ritual work, mm. that that's why you're a match for receiving that. Mm, mm. And everything that you're saying, I, I so you lovers, I, I'm just going to paint you a picture right now. She and I are, you know, in fuzzy clothes and you know, <laughs> <laughs> gently eye gazing at one another across the table. Her hair is a little bit wild. Her hair right is wild. Now. Who knows what we did earlier? <laughs> <laughs> I know. But as, as she's talking, she's so embodied. Like her arms are moving. She's snapping. I got to work on my snapping skills. <laughs> but she's like in it. And this is really, really amazing to watch. There's such a movement to get embodied or to get intentional or to get behind what we're doing. Oh, yeah, I'm behind it one million percent. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So when you're talking about this manifestation, it's like, can you create intention behind your behaviors about, around your actions about what you're creating here? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big part of it and how it ties in, uh, you know, from from the metaphysical to, you know, the what we're experiencing here is this um, manifestation is the balance between trusting and allowing and action. Yes, absolutely. I love that piece, too. It's There's a thing in the spiritual community where I'm very aware of where it's, I'm going to just sit here and, and meditate it, right? We know this, this whole thing. And like things will just show up to me and it will just magically manifest. And eh, I've tried that and it doesn't actually technically work that way, guys. Uh -huh. I mean, although there's a piece of that, there is inspired action. When we take inspired action, there's an energy behind it. There's an oomph behind it, right? There's a passion or a fire or a drive behind it. And so that's going to co-create and call forward what it is that you're wanting. So there is that balance with also allowing and not forcing it, kind of like sex, too. If you force yeah, yeah. something, don't do that. Shit. Don't do it. It's, mm -mm. it's not going to be as pleasurable, right? It requires an openness and a allowing and a receiving receptivity. Mm. And that takes work to do those and to be in that place, especially in the everyday life when we can be in our minds. And so for me, manifesting comes and my whole life has been created around manifesting from having a very clear intention of who I want to be, what do I want to experience, a healthy level of detachment and allowing a universal force or universal intelligence to support me in receiving that mm -hmm. and me doing the work to be in my body because we're in this 3D world reality. Mm -hmm. We can touch things and we're here, physical. So therefore, it requires me to be in my physical body to actually receive the physical things and the emotional things that I want to receive, which are a physiological response in the body. Mm, I love that. Yes. I'm snapping, but it's not working over here. I got the double snaps <laughs> here. I work on that stuff. Mm -hmm. And you you bring in, you know, the so you came from 
a space where you, you brought in the word alchemized. Yes. And you brought in the word, you know, like turning traumas, alchemizing traumas or pain into something. Yes. And what, and in your own story was a lot of, and my own story as well, were, uh, turning something that was very difficult into something that was, that is very beautiful. Yes. Gold. Can, can you share with our lovers about what that means or what that, what has, what's that looked like for you? I have like full like goosebumps. Oh, yes, I would welcome. be. <laughs> People thank tell you. me my voice. Thank you, thank you. It's my voice. <laughs> oh, it's your voice getting hot and getting cold, getting all the things. I'm happy to share. So, alchemy is when you take something like lead and you turn it into gold, and that's technically the definition of transforming one thing from one form into another form. And so, if we take pain, we can alchemize it and turn it into pleasure. We can take darkness and alchemize it and transform it into light. And so for me, this hero or heroine's journey, as we may hear through Joseph Campbell, it's about going into these scenarios where there's fear and there's, let's say, tragedy, and we're turning it into triumph and gold and light. And for me, you know, that's what I've been doing majority of my life from a very young age. I had a very challenging and some would call traumatic childhood. And through that experience of being a youth, I had gone through physical abuse, sexual abuse, uh, had gone through molestation, almost abducted at gunpoint, a lot of detachment from my body and a lot of fear mm -hmm. that I was holding around the masculine, but my own embodiment of being a woman alive in her body. And so I was carrying a lot of that with me and when I tried to go into this exploration of sex in my late teens and early 20s, I explored with a vacuum cleaner. And let me tell you, it was not pleasant mm -hmm. as I thought it would be based on seeing it in a movie. Mm -hmm. And I harmed myself essentially. And I created this belief system that I was broken even more so because of the experience of being molested and all of these traumatic experience that I had called forward. And I carried that over with darkness. And what I had done was a ritual, a ceremonial ritual that was channeled through. And when I say channeled through, inspired through. So think about a meditation. If any of you meditate or you have a dream and suddenly there's like a vision in a dream and it feels so real. So it's a way of explaining that. So you kind of have a context of what I mean by ritual in that way. And it was a vision that I had and it was an experience that I had gone through with another woman where she essentially came to me and she said, you know, did you know that you could see the Virgin Mary in your pussy? And I'm like, and you said, what? what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. No way. And she pussy flashed me, which they've been <laughs> doing for centuries. Centuries pussy flashing has gone on to like stop wars and to stop fighting. Well, of course I would. Of course, because pussy's so beautiful. <laughs> it's like, so like you can't help but giggle and laugh and like be excited about it. <laughs> so I've alchemized, I was able to alchemize and transform my own belief systems, my limiting belief systems that I had around being broken or being ugly or not enough based on the things that I had gone through. And I made a choice to transform my belief systems and believe something new. So although I was in this physical form, I was living and embodied in this form from a place of disempowerment and lack. Mm. And what I was able to do was take these years, 20 years of experience in that way of being and make a conscious choice and make an agreement with my soul, make an agreement with my body to look at myself a different way. 
to transform and alchemize the pain into pleasure and gold and know that that's what's available to me now today. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was able to do was alchemize and transform through intention, through ritual, through pleasure, through welcoming pleasure into the painful places, which I was able to take with me, right? So there's a transcendence is not pushing away or separating, but when we transcend, we, we to hold something, to engulf something and to take it with us, but in a new form. Mm, which is magic. Which is here magic. Here is the magic. Yes. And here is the manifestation. You decided, I, and, and this is, you know, I can speak for myself and on a, um, um, same, same, but different, different and same, same, right? Yes. But it's this, this, I don't want to feel this way anymore. There's got to be something else. Mm-hmm. And you're manifesting a new state of being in your sex and your in your sexuality, in your body. And so you take the action to turn what you've been given into something that is magic. Yes. That's literally practical magic. Practical, practical magic. magic. Oh, I'm thinking of that movie now. I know. <laughs> They're all witches Ooh. dancing around. <laughs> let's have a slumber party. <laughs> and let's dress up a and play and have party. a broom and <laughs> have some feathers. Josephina will come as the principal. <laughs> yes, I will. That's right. You better bring your schoolgirl outfit <laughs> and your, your naughty soccer players. <laughs> so for people who are interested in alchemizing or interested into manifesting or using this magic of sex, how would you – how would you – help them move, uh, get started on that journey? And maybe, maybe that's a multi-layered question. It's, it's, um, it is multi-layered, multi-dimensional and multi-layered. Uh, just like my sex life. Uh, uh, just like exactly and everything about us. Uh, great question. And what comes to me is also just having the heartfelt desire and intention to want to change to show up because mm. that's Oof. it, intentionality. So having the clear intention of, you know what, this isn't serving me anymore. I've done it this way and I want to try something different. So the first step would be the willingness and the intention to run this experiment. And I say Mm -hmm. experiment because when we choose to commit to something, there's a lot of fear of this may not work. I'm not sure. Pressure. And so the first step in this for me is like running it as an experiment. Play with it. See if it works for you before you commit to it and stick to it and have the intention of, okay, I want to explore this. And I want to see if this works for me or not. So when you have that exploratory feeling, that playfulness, you're more willing to show up wholeheartedly Mm -hmm. into this journey of self-love and this journey of self-pleasure and exploration. So having that intention is one of the first steps that I would do. The second step that I would do and that I would suggest for those that are open is to show up to your self-pleasure practice in a different way than you have before. Mm. So bringing in a sacred piece into it. So connecting and bridging the gap here between spirituality and sexuality and really bringing it together in this experiment is one. How can you show up in a more reverent, sacred way to your body, to your turn on, to your pleasure? And that may include choosing maybe one of the nights out of the week where you either have a solo practice. I like to start with a solo practice because from self-love comes all love. Mm. And when I start with self, everyone benefits. Oh my God, the yes. whole world, but all my lovers, Oh, I tell everyone. that too. Yes. Your pleasure benefits all. Oh, it's for mm-hmm. my pleasure is for the benefit of all of humanity. Mm-hmm. So it's starting with like choosing yourself first mm-hmm. and choosing one day, one evening. And I love to do it in the evening. Evenings of when you'd show up 
maybe that night you light a candle. Maybe you haven't done that. Maybe you dim your lights and then you would get whatever toys or pleasurable items that you like and maybe light some incense. And before you begin the practice, just like you would do maybe at the end or the beginning of a yogic practice, you sit in intention Mm -hmm. and the intention can be to open or to feel more. Or if there's something that you're carrying around shame around your body, or I have so many women that I work with who can't have an orgasm and they have so much shame around that. And so the intention would be not to have an orgasm, but the intention would be to just feel pleasure, Mm -hmm. to be relaxed in my body, to feel more pleasure, to be open to receiving more pleasure and myself, and then go into that as a practice Mm -hmm. and see how does that feel right? Without being in the body. And something that I've done, which I always highly recommend is creating like a date night with yourself in that regard of like, how would I want to make love to myself tonight? How would I want my partner to make love to me tonight? And what would that scenario look like? Like, how can you court yourself? Court yourself. Oh, me and myself. <laughs> Let me tell you how I caught myself. Uh-huh. How do you caught yourself? <laughs> which it, it's which is amazing concept to bring up because we have so many people out there, including myself and yourself, who work so much. Yes, right. So it's so important to find that balance. I do create, and and this is something that I've done for the past couple years is create space for that intentionality. Mm-hmm. I think it's even on your website of like creating, creating space. space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not, I was telling you about like, if you're waiting for life to give you a break, it's not going to give you a break. Mm-mm. You've got to create that break for yourself. Yes. So even though we are so busy, it's actually so productive for us to make the time and space and step away from the work or the family for a moment, or your lover, or whoever it is, the, your dog, your bunny. Your bunny. <laughs> your bunny. <laughs> to, to be with yourself. Because that's where the magic lives, mm-hmm. right? That's where the potency is. That's where the juicy is. That's the nectar is, is in that space. And it requires space in order to expand. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of alchemizing. Because if we're staying in a place of contraction and closed off or entanglement with this world that's so busy, and we're waiting for it to like give us that break, as you say, it's going to break us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's going to break us and we're not specific with that. So it's up to us. Like I always say, our pleasure is 100% our own responsibility. Oh yeah. I tell that about orgasms too. All the time. <laughs> it's, the it's orgasms all, up to me. <laughs> it's, it's up to me. It's up to me to know it and to communicate with it, to, with our body and the intelligence. Mm. So it's like, mm. again, what are the beliefs that you're having around? My partner needs to get me off or I can only come a certain way uh-huh. or I need it to be this way. Well, then you're staying in that belief system, which is rigid. And then you're not living in a place of infinite cosmic orgasmic transcending experiences if you're following along. And and one of these practices that that I do to date myself or just a, a ritual that I do daily, you know, after my shower is I sit and put oil on my skin. Yes. Because what that does, because a lot of times you can, I can get in my head and I was like, you know, and just to ground and be back in my skin and feel the way that I feel and, and to be there with myself, even if that's just a few minutes, is enough. Yes, it's enough. And that's a big thing is like people don't get into the practices because they don't think that they have the time, which I think is such a cop out. I think it's bullshit. I'm going to say it right (laughs) now. calling it. Calling it out. It's bullshit because you will always make the time for the things that you really love and value. And I feel like 
it's this actual misbelief that there's no value in sensuality, Mm, that there's no value in slowing down and going the extra step and the extra mile for yourself because work is more important or the kids are more important or that email or that client's more important. But again, your pleasure benefits everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Mm, taking notes, taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> so when people are, so these are practices to help people get into themselves. Yes. And I think that's the foundation for, for the manifestation, for the sex magic, for for the alchemizing. Yeah. Right? So if so, once people start getting into this routine, what would be their next step? What would they do next? The next step would be to start to incorporate your vision into mm-hmm. this embodiment. Oh, <laughs> oh well. Tell me more. <laughs> Principal. <laughs> well, student. <laughs> Get my ruler right here. <laughs> so the next step would be really holding that vision and being really clear. It's like, okay, so how do I want to feel in my body? Now I'm starting to feel this way in my body. I'm starting to feel more pleasure and more excitement. Well, what would it look like to live an ecstatic, pleasurable life? Mm. What would that look like for me? Would that look like a million dollars? Would that look like abundance? Would that look like multiple partnerships? Would that look like me having multiple orgasms? Would that look like me being open? Like, what is that vision? And oftentimes we can dismiss visualization, but think about fantasy, y'all. I mean, you you hold that vision and you role play and you think about things and you fantasize and it's erotic. Why not do the same thing for your life's vision and play with it in that way and bring that piece in? Because it's a big, big piece because- Again, where energy, where your thought goes and attention goes, energy flows. So when we have this vision for ourselves and for our life and how we want to feel in these visions, it's a feeling. That's another Mm. big piece for manifestation. It's not just thinking, it's feeling. So when we can get clear on what the life's vision looks like, and I'll just give an example of this was my dream home in Topanga Canyon. I had a vision that I wanted to live in this town and I wanted to live in this mountain. And I didn't know exactly how, but I knew that I wanted it there and I knew that I wanted a beautiful home, but I knew how I wanted to feel. Mm. And so I hold the vision of me walking on this deck and feeling really grounded and being barefoot and feeling open and pleasurable and excited and supported. And I could see myself in that vision Mm -hmm. and I could hold that. So it was realistic for me. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not there yet, it's something that could feel like it feels attainable. It feels realistic. It feels like yumminess. Mm -hmm. So the next step would be bringing in a clear vision of, of something. Start with one thing. Don't start with such a grand thing. Pick something that's important to you now that you want to work with connecting to that feeling. And then the next step would be Okay, bring that into your pleasure practice. Mm. So in the evening, I love, like, I do a pleasure practice in the morning and I, you know, self-masturbation and it's much shorter and there's oil and there's body movement. But in the evening is when the magic really happens for me. And I know for a lot of people because it's lunar and it's more mystical and it's sexier at night and why do you think there's so many erotic things that go on in the evening oh, and playful? The night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When the freaks come out at night, it's just all the fun because there's a different potency with the mystery of the night energy versus the sun, which is very solar and very bright and very energetic. And yet we can use with magic the energy of, and I'm going to go a little woo, of the cosmos here where we've got 
a a closer reach and trajectory to other additional planets based on where we are geographically with the planet itself. Mm-hmm. So when we look at something that's not just the spiritual, but we look at it from just a, geog- a geographical standpoint, <laughs> geography is not my... Blah, 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 you, can, you can just spank me on that. <laughs> but I'm the kitten. Yes, you can lick me on that. So when we look at it from that standpoint... We're able to really see, okay, like nighttime magic, and then we can hold that vision. And again, it takes time to say, okay, I'm going to peel myself away from my Instagram or my phone or my partner. No, and no, don't uh, make me do it. Don't, please. But what's that vision that you still have for yourself? right? That's really important. What's the vision that you have for your partner? And again, you can do this in in partnership as well, which we can talk about, but really what is that vision? What's the feeling? And then as you're in that pleasure practice, just hold that vision. Don't like latch on and like focus on it, but build up that pleasure, build up that feeling, build up that sensation, and then get yourself into that place of openness and expansion. And then, ooh, Bring that vision in. Oh, pop, there it is. Ta-da. Instead of fantasizing about another person or another thing, which you can always do, but use this one day to fantasize about your life, to fantasize about what you want to call in, what you want to experience, what you're creating. Mm-hmm. And then you connect it to your sexual life force energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oof. And then like, pff, hocus pocus, there's the magic oh. right there. And you're able to use... Whether you're getting to a point of climax, you're able to say it out loud, speak it out loud, use your voice, use your breath. So you're building to that point, you're building to that point, and it's like abundance uh, or partnership or, you know, bunnies, bunnies, <laughs> right? Or, or Bali, Bali, you know, wherever it is that you're wanting to go, but you're bridging that gap and you're taking something that you've thought about, which is in a non-local domain, which is, you know, in the ethers or in just a thought. And then you're bringing it into the feeling and the sensation. And then you're connecting it to feeling and the body, which mm. helps you actually receive it and live it in your body. Whoosh. Whoosh. I love this. Now, and and what's amazing about this is, Whether, you know, whether you believe it or not, it doesn't really matter so much as it makes sex way more fun. Yes. (laughs) So whether your intention is just to have more fun with sex or you want to really manifest, create, alchemize, this this practice really brings that. Mm -hmm. It's super fun and very playful and you're able to just love on yourself and why not create a sexy night for yourself and bring that sensuality because... I always wake up feeling so much better and even more <laughs> turned on. More. Tell me more. Oh, yes. Mm. It's like my nighttime ritual has been so building and building. And I've always had a morning ritual. But now that I've incorporated, in, especially in the last year and a half, a nighttime ritual where I take rose, like rose spritz with mm-hmm. my fan from Egypt. And I literally spritz my entire bedroom oh. with rose water. I light all of it in candles. I don't have any light, like regular lighting at night. It's all candle light. Mm -hmm. I always put sensual music on and I look at myself naked in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And then I like dance for myself as this erotic creature, seductress, get myself turned on. 
in the body, connected. And then I bring out my like chakra rub or my, you know, glass, lovely play toy and little things that I have by the bed. And I'm like laying on the fur. So very in the body. I love this visual right Very now. connected. Yeah. You get in this vision, my purple and pink mm. fur on the bed. And <gasps> yeah, <laughs> all the bunnies. All the bunnies. Yeah. And so the- for... Individual, so we're talking a lot about individual because there's so much power in being in your own sexuality and bringing that out. So for people who are in partnership, they can also do sex magic together. Yes. Oh my God. It's so much fun playing together. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Invitation accepted. Uh, Come on over. (laughs) Yeah. Together is so powerful. Double the pleasure and double the amount of magic and energy, right? So together... When two or more gather, magic happens exponentially and accelerated. So you can do this together of like showing up. So, you know, we, we both are into Tantra and in Tantra, it's like showing up to something as a ritual. And again, whether you believe it's spiritual or not, it's like, why not show up in a different way and just try something different, right? Maybe like candles, maybe just look at each other before you go into the act and see each other and connect and be like, babe, what do we want to, what are we creating for our lives right now? Like what would make our lives so ecstatic and juicy and like even more exciting and playful and like yummy? Like what do we want to call in? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Playtime right there. And then you get clear and like, what are we calling in? You're getting on the same page and that's like, awesome. Let's get into playtime. Then you can go in and you have this sexual practice and you're playing whatever it is from the full spectrum of like light tantra and just breath to like dark erotic tantra and kink and play. Like you can play in the whole spectrum. Like there's no limitations here on how you can ride the edges and play. And when you get to those points of climax and you get to that point of ecstasy, you together collectively call that energy and that intention out. It's like abundance abundance or baby, right? I talk to a lot of my clients who want to have a child and it's intentionally like calling in and welcoming that child energy and of like creation, life, you know, expansion of family, abundance, another lover, like a kitty cat to come in, whatever it is that you want. Yeah. Calling in Dr. Kat Meyer right now. (laughs) You rang. Uh My manifestation has been working the last month. (laughs) And I think what, and even more than that, it brings a consciousness, just awareness and presence into the act of sex. Whereas what we see so much in conventional sex is, is people disconnected or their minds go into, you know, other things, to-do lists even, or what they have to do later that day, instead of being present with their partner or with their own pleasure. So by bringing in this, this practice of an intentionality Intentionality, or (laughs) I heard conscious coming one time. Uh Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Which brings you back into this moment. So again, it's utilizing these skill, these tools to get you to have a better, playful sex, sex life. life and, yeah. And then bring all the things you want. And then what comes from that? Well, you get to go into deeper connection with each other. Love and it. what does that do? It expands your intimacy. And when you expand your intimacy, you expand your capacity to receive. So mm. even if you're not doing this for manifesting and you're doing it for play, guess what, y'all? Byproduct of this is even more play abundance and manifestation because you're just showing up with intentionality and you're expanding your capacity to receive the other person and holding that space and being present and everything gets melty and juicy from there. And people are like, what are they on? Like, I want some of that. 
I want to melt into them. Real, I you know, and as people are, you were talking about putting on music and putting on candles and rose water and all this stuff, which sounds so cliche, but it's so sexy and so yummy. Oh, it's so sexy. So for people who are getting started at this, uh, I think music is such a powerful thing because it gets the mind to stay in the left. Hemisphere of the brain, the right hemisphere, the of the right brain. hemisphere, the right hemisphere of the brain. Getting out, out of, of the, the left, left. <laughs> get out of the left, get to the right, because the right hemisphere of the brain is the more of the creative, the feeling aspect of ourselves, and uh, so music is really powerful. What is one song on your sex playlist that you would love to share? Help people start their playlist. <laughs> oh, there's a song called Body, which. I just love, love, love. And I actually have a whole like playlist. I have got multiple ones. I've got one that's called like Embody. I've got one that's like all mood for like roses. I've got ones that are just like so yummy and delicious. And I want to just pull off and I have a playlist that's called Musing on Love. (laughs) So the one that I really like, it's called Body. It's by S-Y-M-L. And it's literally called In My Body. In My Body. In My Body. I am open. It's just like, oof. It's just so yummy. And every time I listen to it, it's just in my body, I feel pleasure. In my body, I feel open. In my Mm. body, I feel these things. And it's just reminding me in every moment to feel. And also when I'm with the lover, it's like playing that song. It's like, I'm remembering that I'm entering into their body and they're entering into my body. And how much more can I open for them to experience even more of this goddess priestess energy? Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, oh my God. Woo! So while we we got all of our lovers wet right now, <laughs> right, from this, from this episode, I am so thrilled that you've gotten to come and join on this. This gotten is to what's come, yeah. <laughs> gotten to come. Come again, please. Come again, please. Thank you. It was this was so incredible. And there's so many juicy tips on here. Lovers, if you need to rewind this, get your 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 voice memo out, get your notebook out, write this shit down. Follow her on Pussy Priestess on Instagram. Instagram. Where else can they find you? So on Pussy Priestess on Instagram. Instagram is um, still underneath the society where they're not allowed to really have pussy. So look me up with three pussy S's. So it's P-U-S-S-S-Y Priestess. So Pussy Priestess for extra sass. And then you can also find me on Facebook under Josephina Bashout. And also my website, which is josephinabashout.com, which is with an F, not a PH. So Josephina. Love when my lover calls me that. (laughs) And you've got so many epic uh, programs for women to really step into this more goddess, this priestess, this magical, mystical uh, sex life. Embodiment. Yeah, absolutely. So I've created an eight-week online immersion program with my growing, glorious goddess community that I call the G3 Sisterhood. Mm -hmm. Got women. You're in it, girl. You are in it. One of the OGs. So I've got this beautiful program called The Way of the Priestess, where we go through the feminine archetypes and I explain to you the three pillars of wholeness of femininity. And we really go through the light and the shadow sides of each of these embodiments in order to heal, alchemize, open, play, and bring this pleasure into all areas of our life. Mm -hmm. So we're in the middle of the program now. It will kick off again. It runs uh, cycles. So it will run again in May. 
I invite you to reach out to me if you're interested. There's already a wait list for this round, the next seventh round. So please reach out. And I also do live workshops in LA called Divinely Potent, which is for women. And we, again, go through embodying pleasure. We do sex magic rituals. And if you're in LA lovers, I have a funny, an event called the Dear Lover Experience, Mm -hmm. which is co-ed. So you work with level one tantric teachings and practices, but intimacy and embodiment and really heart-centered connection of how to be present. And that's going on April 22nd here in the Los Angeles area. If you're joining me, I would love to have you and play. Yes, super fun. All the yums. (laughs) Lovers, thank you again for tuning in. Josephina, thank you for coming on. Mm, Thank you for having me, sister. Oh, I love (laughs) you so much. If you all enjoyed this just as much as I did, please head to eplaysex.com to subscribe to the show. Connect with us. Grab our sexy guides because our goal is to get you to eat, play, and sex better so you can improve your sex life which I promise will improve every aspect of your life. Because sex matters. You matter. I'll see you next time on Eat, Play, Sex. Thanks for tuning in, lovers. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. You can find out more about our guests and topics from our show by checking out eatplaysex.com. Until next time, don't forget to nourish your sex life.